Welcome to the Macros for Life podcast, where we talk all things macros, business, and marriage. We're your hosts, Eve and Randall Guzman. Visit our website at www.gtransformationacademy.com, where you can download our free How to Track Macros guide. This guide has helped over 15,000 people start their macro tracking journey. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Macros for Life podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about managing launch income and expectations as a nutrition coach. The first thing we're going to start off with is the financial portion. Um, we did we got a lot of questions about this and how we manage our business as far as a financial from a financial standpoint. Um, as far as planning goes, as far as managing our money in between launches when money isn't coming in, but you because you guys know. If you're in entrepreneurship, it isn't like a day job where you get paid every Friday or every other Friday. It's kind of, you know, touch and go. You when you put in the work, you get paid. I mean, that's just that's just part of the game when you're in entrepreneurship. So the first thing we want to talk about is something that's been really glorified. And it is a great thing, but you always you need to wait until it's your time to do it. And that's quitting your job. Like as soon as you start or as soon as you make your first big check, you don't want to just quit your day job. You want to make sure you properly plan before you quit your day job. You want to make sure that whatever money you're bringing in can cover all your bills and not only for just this month or next month, because next month might not be as good as this month. You want to make sure that you have at least six months of your bill money saved up and you want to have at least six months of your business money saved up because what if that next launch doesn't go so well you don't want to have to sacrifice either your place of living or your um business to take care of those things and when he says business money you mean like business business expenses right? operations yeah correct. yep Ooh, correct. Got, your whole voice changed when you said operation <laughs> well <laughs> i mean if you run if you run ads as part of your business you have to include that in there. Mm -hmm. If you have, you have to include your overhead. Mm -hmm. um, you have a your VA, Correct. If you have software that you're using. Yeah. So that's definitely what he's saying. But let's back up for a second. Mm -hmm. You said six months of income before you quit your job, right? Absolutely. Remember when I wanted you to quit your job to work with me? How long did you make us wait? I want y'all to know the answer to this. Years. <laughs> he made us wait years you years. guys like years because he wanted to be safe and on my end I'm like come on let's do it let's do it let's work together live the American dream whatever whatever even though I was pushing him to do it it made me feel safer um because it's two of us going into entrepreneurship so that's like it's double the risk and in the back of my head, I'm like, well, maybe we should wait as long as he wants because I didn't want to feel like I'm pulling in him him into something that I wanted to happen right now because I'm so excited. But he brought a lot of the business sense to the business to go like, let's be patient and let's just do this right. Um, so when it comes to like talking about budgets, you guys, and money and making solid decisions. Um, Randall is definitely someone that practices what he preaches, even though sometimes it gets on my nerves and I just want to jump. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, nobody, nobody likes 
uh, to be financially responsible all the time. Mm. But it's something that's completely necessary if you want to enjoy the other things that you like to do in life. Yeah. Um, and I just don't feel like that it's a super, it's a big rush to quit your day job if it's stable and if it allows you to be able to work on your dream in the meantime. Mm, that's a good one. I think so many people are so caught up in the phrase that people say a lot, like that's my soul crushing job, but it's also the job that's giving you the stability to create your dream, um, even though it might be hard. So I think sometimes we do have to change our perspective when we're doing one um, to live and eat and all of that while we're trying to build the other dream. Um, I think the perspective does have to shift a little bit for us to be grateful in the fact that it does give us some, gives us more stability while we're trying to make the side part-time job become the main thing. For sure. For sure. This next one, y'all probably not going to like, but I mean, it's, it's just, I mean, this one is super important. If you cannot buy something at least three times, you shouldn't buy it. You shouldn't buy it. Like if you're, Buying a new, if you want to buy a new car and that uh that car payment is going to be $550 a month, if you can't pay that three times, you shouldn't buy it. You should wait. You should wait. Or you should buy something cheaper. I mean, it's really not in your budget. And y'all know, like I know, when you get that new car, when you get that new bike, when you get that new whatever it is, the newness wears off so quick. And then you're still stuck with the bill. So it, it's really not that important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, when they make money as a nutrition coach and an entrepreneur, whatever, and it's like their own money and you're like, I finally made my own, people get to buying things quick that they don't necessarily are able to afford. It's just this like, I made it. I yeah. made this money. I'm so excited but sometimes you have to sit back and wait. You do. And, and and you shouldn't get caught up in impressing other people, especially when you're in a business, when you're in a business where you eat what you kill. Mm. And it might not only be you eating what you kill. If you have other people that depend on you that are working with you or for you, they're also dependent on you. So you're caught up impressing other people with buying new things when those people are dependent on you to put food on the table. So you got to think about that. That was deep. Yeah. You're like, the, real. you're the king of the one-liners. I have to step my game up. Go. He is. I mean, and that, and that means a lot because we do have a team and we have to think about them and a lot of the decisions that we make. And I think so many people, even if the other people that you, that are eating with you are just like your family members, your dog, whatever, Sometimes people get caught up in, I want, and I want to have this, but it's it's the team, it's the family, it's everything. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you have to always plan for the worst um, when you're an entrepreneur. You have to plan for the worst. Like when we launch, we have several different goals. You have to plan for you not to even reach that first goal as far as how you plan for your money, because you don't really want to be stressed out thinking that you have to make this amount of money in order to survive on that next launch, because that doesn't do anything, but makes your launch goes worse, makes your launch go worse. Um, putting that pressure on you forces you to do things 
that you wouldn't wouldn't typically do if you were launching and you weren't weren't financially stressed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes it harder to perform when that stress is there. Also, kind of going back to don't quit your job so early if it does alleviate some of the stress when you're launching. Mm-hmm. And the next thing is a budget, 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 budget. Are you talking to me? I'm talking to everyone. <laughs> but yeah, I'm talking to you. <laughs> budget. Like people people think that you only need a budget if you only have a certain income. But I got news for you. Everyone needs a budget. The first thing people always people always say, well, how did like guys like T-Pain go broke? How did these NFL players go broke? Just because you have a lot of money doesn't mean you, you can't spend it all. But you always need a budget. It doesn't matter if I make a million dollars in a year or if I make $50,000 in a year. I still have a budget because if I spend over that million, then I'm going to go broke. It's true. It's hard for me to abide by the budget, you guys. I won't say it's hard for me to abide by. You just don't. (laughs) Yeah. There is a budget in place that I am warned about. And just so y'all know, I'm not a really big spender. But I also have the mindset of like, let's just keep growing the business to make sure we're in the green and we're not close to having to worry about. I'm not getting anywhere. The reason she doesn't, the reason she doesn't follow the budget is because she knows that I safely set the budget way under where we need to be. And she also knows that I'll adjust spending elsewhere for whatever she spends over. Yeah. Um, and like she said, she doesn't go crazy spending over, but thank you. She just doesn't she thank just doesn't you. respect the budget number. Yeah, like if I want a coffee out, I'm not really thinking about the budget. I see a lip gloss. I mean, there aren't they're not like expensive things. Yeah. But I do like a lot of like, you know, 10 to like $30 kind of things, but it all adds up. It does. It does. Definitely. But if you are not someone in your household or your family or living situation that is good at setting a budget, you may need to hire someone to help you with the budget, your significant other, whatever, someone to help hold you accountable um, because not all people are good at all things and you might need help. Facts, facts. And then the other thing, if you're looking for budget software or anything, you can use the X, you can use Excel to find it. You can also find them in Google Docs. And there are several other places on the internet where you can find them. And it just allows you to fill in the data and it'll actually add it up for you and then give you recommendations. The other thing, if you're launching every three to four months, you have to pace that income. So you have to know what your schedule is. Just like when you were getting paid once a week from work, or just like when you were getting paid um, twice a week from work, you knew. You had 14 days in between those checks and you had to manage that money. It's the same in entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. If I'm launching in January and I know I'm not launching again until April and I make, you know, 100K, then you can't spend 75 in January. Like (laughs) you got to put that money back. Mm -hmm. So you got to plan for that and you have to plan for taxes because Uncle Sam wants his money. Yeah. Um, So if you don't have a CPA, um, you need to look at the tax rates in your state and you need to calculate those and you need to base whatever you need to save off of your um, pre-calculated income that you think you'll have for the year because you don't want to get to March, April of that following year and then start scrambling for a plan to try to pay your taxes. 
big launches mean big boy taxes. Like you will be putting on your big girl panties to pay some big, some big bills, but that's like a part of the game. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, should I be saving 20, 25% aside? Um, yeah, that's a thing, but also constantly look at your pricing and make sure you're not just trying to be the cheapest business out there to get more people, um, because you need money to set aside for taxes and your expenses. So that's like definitely something to keep tabs on. And before we move to the next section, pro tip, if you are an entrepreneur, if you have already quit your job, you may want to consider moving to a state where you don't have to pay state taxes. I mean, I know everybody can't do it, but if you can, I mean, there are five five states that don't have state taxes, I believe. I know Nevada, Texas, Tennessee, and Florida, but I mean, it saves you a lot of money. It does save you a lot of money. So now that Randall gave you guys like the financial tips for managing your launch income, and like setting those financial expectations, I want to share with you guys some strategies to kind of fill in the gaps if you are needing to make more income in between launches that might only happen every three months or every quarter, and you're needing to make more money in between that signature offer that might be the thing that's coming out, you know, three or four times a year. Things that you guys can do to kind of fill in the gaps, make more money, to kind of um, help cushion things when you're waiting on that launch, next launch to come, are things like focus groups. I think people forget about doing these um, because they think of something shorter, something smaller, not being like a real launch, something that might bring in a lot of income. But hear me out on this because this is something that could potentially work. So whether you're launching every three to four months and it's one-on-one, -on -one, it's a group, it's a membership, it's whatever, you can create smaller focus or accountability groups that only last for four weeks at a time in between those launches. So let's say you're launching every four months. In between those launches, every two months, you can offer focus groups that can still be your existing clients. Um, old clients. So email your past people um, or new people that just want an accountability group. It doesn't have to have a nutrition plan or macros and workouts and tons of things. Some people just want to be a part of a group, especially in spring, especially in summer, um, even at holiday time to stay on track. And this could be something that is priced $59 to $99 for the four weeks, having accountability, having support, a Facebook group, where maybe you are just providing motivation, strategy, tips, and then maybe doing a 30-minute Q&A each week. But this can also build your email list, build your clientele, and create interest for the next launch. You can also do these as a weekend or like a two or three-hour masterclass to focus on a topic like how to build muscle, best strategies for meal prep, um, knowing what to eat and how to create your meal plan. I mean, there's so many different topics for focus groups, whether they're a couple hours, a weekend, or one month. This is a great strategy to bring more income in between your launches. 
um, for the macro coaches that are listening or those who are wanting to join uh, macro mentorship this spring. Another way to create more income in between your launches and build your client lists are things like one-time macro counts. Not offering them seven days a week, um, not just having them live on their webs on your website, but one time per month launching um, limited one-time macro counts where people have 48 hours to sign up. You announce them on a day. They've got 48 hours to register until they sell out. Um, doing those one-time macro counts can bring you in as much as two or three extra thousand dollars per month, depending on how many clients you get. And this can help you out in between launches greatly, and then also create interest for the next launch that's happening in the next two months or so. Um, another strategy to fill more income in between your launches, you guys, would be to create a membership or continuity program if you don't have one. If you're someone that only offers one-on-one -on -one or only group or just those things, is there something that you need to be building in between your launches to help people have consistency and continuity in their um, coaching with you or anything that they're doing self-paced. And so this can be a fitness membership, this can be a meal plan or like macro recipe membership, or it can be a Facebook group where you're providing support, accountability, and then maybe two support calls per month. Is there something that you can build that can create recurring income every single month? We've had clients in macro mentorship um, build membership and continuity programs that go on in between the launches that bring in anywhere from 2000 to 10000 extra dollars per month. It's so much easier to teach many um, versus teach one. Another strategy, and this will be the last one that we give you guys today, to help balance your launches, your income, um, when you're in between them is, do you have an offer that you have right now that's group um, or it's one-on-one? -on -one? Are there any upsells or add-ons that you can add to that offer? Is your group coaching offer maybe eight weeks and they get starting macros macros at four weeks and then like a you know follow up at the very end of eight weeks where they can decide to continue or not can you do something like adding a 99 dollar video check-in can you add on check-ins that happen every other week by maybe adding a price of $50 per check-in to help clients get a better result? Because when they do get a better result, they stay. Your income for the offer that comes after that one is going to be higher. Um, it can even be a call to offer customization in their nutrition programming or periodization where you offer a $100 or $150 consult consult call and you map out their entire periodization for the next year. So don't just think I did the launch. I made 8,000 this launch. I've got to stretch it for three months. Are there any add-ons that you can introduce after the launch is over um, for you to make some extra income that you may not be thinking about? You think I got everything? I think you did well. <laughs> and then honestly, like if you guys haven't kind of realize the dynamic between us. And I don't think we even set up this podcast to be that way. He talks more about the financial strategy, creating the budget. 
on my end, I'm like, how can we maximize our money, make more money, build in more things and to help us be more profitable. Um, and that's really helped our business to become more sustainable. Like he's the budget man, he's the money man. I'm like, how can we help more people make more impact? And the side effect or the bonus of that as an entrepreneur is you make more money. Um, so he's like, let's hit these numbers. Let's not overspend. And I'm like, let's help more people. How can we create something that other people um, aren't doing and that people actually need? Right? Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it just, <laughs> it was, it's naturally transferred into our business because it was the same way we were um, in life. So mm -hmm. like, I've always been the money guy. I've always been the management guy and you've always been the creative mindset. So it was easy for us to transition into our business in those different capacities because that's the way we've always operated everywhere else. And it's just worked out because you always need those checks and balances for every um, aspect, even in, in, in life or in business. Mm -hmm. And we want to make sure we can pay our bills. Absolutely. <laughs> we want to make sure. So they are our bills. Well, if you guys are needing more help with topics like this, um, especially like business management tips, client management tips, we do have a masterclass that's really cool. It's 90 minutes long. It's called the Take Your Biz Online Masterclass. If you guys go to www.gtransformationacademy.com um, and go to our store, we have it set up where there's nutrition courses. We have it set up where there's business courses. And if you go to the business section, you guys will find that master class there. All right. See y'all next time. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. Make sure you like, share, and tag us on Instagram. Also, subscribe to our channel so you don't miss future episodes. In the meantime, be healthy and get wealthy.